Shady, I think you and I need to go investigate this spooky ghost story that I heard to see if it's real or not. Today's movies are The Blair Witch Project versus The Gallows. It's me. everyone welcome back to another episode of movie deja vu a podcast that likes to answer the question didn't i see this somewhere from two spooky movie aficionados it's halloween season everyone spoopy season as some people would say on the internet spooky scary my name is john the lead investigator of this party and with me is my camera woman or person, whatever you want to go by. You're more than welcome to change it. It's my (laughs) co-host, Shady. Shady, how how is the Steadicam work going? Just dandy, John. If only I could point the camera at the thing that's scaring us so we don't have to keep saying, what is that? What is that? What is that? The audience will never know. They will never know. Um, (laughs) We're talking about two movies that <laughs> i pitch sorry the way you said we're talking about two, two movies, movies like we've never spoken about movies before never i'm i i don't know what podcast i'm doing right now so <laughs> this is great uh we're talking about two movies that i don't know if they're actually the same or not i just pitched it because i watched them back to back like a year ago and i was like <laughs> let's do this <laughs> i think it works i think it works there's there's more than just like the surface area i found so we'll get into it we'll get into that in a second let's do the background on them first up we have the blair witch project which came out in 1999 you shut your mouth 1999 let that sink in for a second because this movie like blew up and everything and it, it, it's not the first time that it was a found footage film but like it made it popular it if did. i remember correctly i no no i think you're right and i think this was also one of the first movies to really use internet marketing and the mm-hmm. marketing for this movie is i i'm gonna go out on a limb here some of the most revolutionary stuff in the film industry yeah not the movie itself necessarily but the marketing they made they made a whole website like looking for these characters. Anyway, we're getting into special features right at the top. <laughs> oh my god, who are we? What are I we mean, doing? So, so just drop a bunch of pins there. I'll take them out later. Pin, 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 pin. <laughs> uh, so this movie was written and directed by Daniel Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez. Heather, ooh, is her name actually Heather Donahue? Am I right it, in saying that? Uh, yes, it is her real name. Heather Donahue is credited for writing some of like the interview portions. So mm. I do want to say that. Right, uh, and thank not, you for that. And not have her yell at me because, you know, <laughs> that's all she's going to do. She's listening. Let's be real here. <laughs> Everyone's listening to us. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 86% fresh rating, which I think it's good. I think, I think 80 is, is good for a movie like this. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing groundbreaking like the like we said the the, everything around the movie was groundbreaking the movie itself 
I mean, you watch it. Like, <laughs> you watch it 22 years later and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on Metacritic, it has, it got an 81 out of 100, which again, reasonable. Yeah. So that is out of 33 reviews. 30 of them were positive and three of them were mixed. So no negative reviews. No, like none of the Metacritic reviews at least were negative. Nice. And then according to IMDb, three film students vanish after traveling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary on the local Blair Witch legend, leaving only their footage behind. Yeah. Yeah. They're right. They did it. I don't... I don't think they ever say that they're film students in the movie, if I remember correctly. I mean, I just um, watched it this morning, but they don't yeah. they don't say, but I feel like the marketing campaign and the website and everything may classify them as that. And clearly they're like 20 something. So right. <laughs> uh, and then the other movie we're talking about is The Gallows, which came out in 2015. It's written and directed by Travis Clough and Chris Loffing. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 14% splat rating, which I feel like it could have been higher, in my opinion, but that's my opinion. Uh, and on Metacritic, it has a 30 out of 100, which I think is doable for this movie. So that is out of 22 reviews. Three of them were positive, six were mixed, and 13 were negative. Ah! <laughs> oh, it's so upsetting. So- <laughs> How rude. And according to IMDb, 20 years after a horrific accident during a small town school play, students at the school resurrect the failed show in a misguided attempt to honor the anniversary of the tragedy, but soon discover that some things are better left alone. False. (laughs) False. The students aren't the ones that picked it. It's the damn teacher that did. And I'm surprised. I'm going to say this now. I'm surprised the PTA allowed it. Yeah, no, that it's very shocking. I would think that this has to be banned even like, like oh, you yeah. can't even read this in your English class. But so I'm confused about the one girl, uh, Pfeiffer, her role in the drama department. Because some of the things they say to her, it makes it sound like she cast the show herself. Yeah. Or like somehow got, oh, what's his name? Reese? Is he the, he's the, the lead guy. Yeah. That she, she somehow lobbied for him to get cast in the lead or something. I was very confused by that. I was like, okay, Leah Michelle. Okay, so right off the bat, I want to <laughs> give a spoiler alert. If you haven't seen The Gallows, understandably... Spoiler alert, though, because we're going to spoil the shit out of it. If you haven't seen The Blair Witch Project by now, there's something wrong with you. I mean, the marketing spoils it. The whole whole thing about the movie is that the characters go missing, presumed dead. It's said in the first five minutes of the movie. Right. It's kind of an unspoilable movie. (laughs) Everyone knows what's happening in The Blair Witch. (laughs) Everyone knows. It's been parodied so many times since then. Like, like what's, what's the one plot point you can spoil that 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 uh Michael kicked the map into the creek? That's oh, it. Oh, that you could spoil. So, spoiler alert for that. Or that uh crap. What's his name? It's not Michael. Who's the other guy? Josh. 
Josh is the one that fucked up the the um, oh, right. rock the, thing, and yeah. he was been marked for death. Like, come on. I'm going to start with my first comparison, which is totally surface area, is that they're both found footage films. Woo. I mean... Woo. <laughs> so it is surface, but it does also add to the content in the movies. Um, right. Because so. there is, like... First of all, I think both movies at least make an attempt to justify why people keep filming far longer than any normal person should film this stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, like, they, um, the other thing, too, that I wrote is that the main, like, to go along with that is that the quote-unquote main character uh, is determined to finish their goal. So, like, Heather really wants the documentary, and she like gets too obsessive over it yeah she, where she's like becomes like destructive over it almost um which is why women shouldn't be allowed to direct movies of course not no nope. right sorry rachel talalay uh this is, this is our stance we are against women yeah we have two teams of two men writing and directing both of these films think about that for a second hmm. Hmm. <laughs> But, like, in The Gallows, I wrote down that, like, the destroying of the set was, like, the main reason. And they were going to, I think they were filming it just for, like, to post it, like, to post it on their yeah. YouTube or whatever. Or share well, it, with it friends. was, it was Ryan, the really obnoxious one, who had the camera to begin with. And then after a while, they kept using it because... The lights it was were out. Of light, yeah. And so they needed the light from the camera or the night vision from their phones. Right. So uh, like, which doesn't mean you need to keep recording. You can you can hit stop and still use the light. You know, whatever. Well, we'll let it slide. It right. it, it it made for. I actually do like this movie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the sequel is crazier, and I also love that. Movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, but like the the filmmaking is different that's where the differences are so like uh Blair Witch we've said we talked about it's a documentary that's what they're filming and they're like even filming like the fun like the before the craziness happens all the fun times when they're yeah. around listening yeah, when to they're music in the, the, in the motel room or whatever and you know yeah having a toast to their project I mean the similar thing happens in the gallows where you know, you see them, the kids rehearsing and Ryan is making fun of Reese and Ryan is also taking a dump on Pfeiffer a little bit. And Ryan's an awful human being who deserves to die. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that movie, they were more like slasher characters than mm-hmm. in Blair Witch, where Blair yeah. Witch, they felt like very real people, Yeah, which I hope you are going to talk about that as well oh but there's a lot there's a lot to talk about you know with the acting and and the all of the meta of that movie but what i what i really liked about the gallows is that there's multiple ways of filming rather than just a camera like they have they use their phones there's like the theater camera there's a home video at the beginning you get Mm. a cop's uh yeah camera body cam body cam that's interesting that was that was like a really interesting moment because you know it's a it's a it's a it was a different way Mm -hmm. um but i appreciated it 
Yeah. I don't know in, about you. In that way, it reminded me of another found footage movie that is not a horror movie, but uh, Chronicle, which mm-hmm. does a similar thing where it pulls from yes. different camera sources. Uh, it yes. has the one main source, which is the handy cam, but um, they pull from phones, they pull from security cameras. God, the ending of that movie is so good of Chronicle. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Thank you for making me want to rewatch it. It's now added to the list. Uh, Wait, would you, by the way, that aside from being found footage, that movie has virtually nothing to do with this episode. No, 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 no. Maybe a future episode. Who knows? Maybe. Um, did you also notice that technically both movies are a period piece? Yes. So Blair Witch takes place in, ooh, 94? 95. 94. Because I think the idea is that it's been a full five years. Uh, Well, like five years more than they like four years or six years. Well, do you like a 20 year difference? Because the gallows takes place in 2014. Sure. I do like a 20 year difference. I do like a 20 year difference. Although it's not legal to drink yet. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Wait, I don't want anyone to ever take... I love a 20 year difference out of context. No, no, we, we you know, I'm, I was making a point because it's, <laughs> well, that's also weird that like, it's a 20 year difference between these two movies. Like, oh. I don't know if the writers of the gallows really thought about that hmm. or it was just a coincidence. Right. I don't think it's a coincidence, but the story centers around a town's urban legend where they also mm-hmm. interview people about it, mm-hmm. um, which that felt a little, also a little too coincidental for the gallows to be like, they're the parents in the audience that are right. watching, and they are they. Some of them were interviewed about what happened twenty yeah. years ago. Which I, I don't know what your high school drama club was like. We did not have parents sit in on rehearsals. We didn't have parents sit in on rehearsals, but we had them help out with things so like some some of like um people's moms were like the costume people that helped out or and like would help out a little backstage or something not really i mean like they were the ones that told us what to get basically because we were everyone thrifted it i don't remember anything really be like they may have bought things too Mm -hmm. but like that was them not like us buying them Mm, like we okay. we would we would go to thrift stores basically <laughs> they told That's, us to okay yeah because my drama club we like like parents were not ever involved until it was showtime and they were in the audience but the uh, other the other thing too about this and, and we kind of talked about it is that both movies start with a disclaimer about how the found footage was found yeah kind of i mean gallows it was it was a police investigation if i remember correctly and then with the blair witch it was just a title card that was like three documentarians went into the woods and only their footage was found right Huzzah. <laughs> and it is it's interesting too going back to what you were saying about the interviews and everything both of these movies have a very tight cast you've got three people in the blair witch project and four people really for most of the gallows but they start off with the interview section. So for the first like third of the movie, there's we a bunch s- of people. We see right. we see an actual world that they're interacting with and then it gets cut down. And then in the gallows, we see more people later on, but that's mm-hmm. not until the very end. 
yeah with, with the cops and one of the moms comes back and everything i'm yeah. assuming that is pfeiffer's mom yeah and, that's what i got so pfeiffer that, is charlie and his girlfriend's daughter i'm assuming that and then it's, it was so is she 20 years old pretending to be a high school student this is a little too riverdale for me right now okay <laughs> I can't think that far ahead. Okay. But or, or like, probably. was it just like a very long gestation period for her? <laughs> I mean, maybe she got held back. She could have, yeah. She wait. She waited until Reese was of age to do the show. This was extremely her- well planned out, considering that breaking into school in the first place was an unrelated character's idea. Right. <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, th- I mean, even down to the runtime, it's the same. It's an hour and 20 minutes each movie. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Blair Witch is r- longer by like three minutes. Close, uh, close yeah. enough. Like I'm, the, calling, I'm calling it close. A negligible difference. They're both under 90 minutes long, which I appreciate. <laughs> I mean, Blair Witch at some points did feel a little longer than... 80 minutes, 80 something minutes. Well, so much of it is them just yelling at each other. Walking around in the woods. Right. Getting lost, yelling at each other for fucking up. Right. Which I do think is part of what their intention was to make the audience feel as frustrated and lost as the characters. Like almost cabin fevery. I think I fell asleep during some of it too. Shh, don't tell anyone, Shady. That's fine. I'll never tell anyone. I will be keeping that in the podcast, though. Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, also, the characters are named after the actors mm-hmm. uh, to the point where I believe Blair Witch is their full names, mm-hmm. but in the Gallows, it's only their first names for the most part, except for Ryan. I think Ryan is the only one who uses his full name. Okay. Yeah, because Reese has a different name because we meet his father, and obviously it's not his real father. Right, but like the main characters, I should say. Let me let me rephrase that. Like the main characters, the party that we follow. um, Yeah, they're they're. I don't know. I don't know why. Is that a? I don't. I think it's probably. I don't know why in the gallows because I didn't read anything about the gallows. Um. So with Blair, yeah. <laughs> with Blair Witch, it was so improv heavy. I think they didn't want the actors to accidentally slip up and accidentally refer to each other by their real names instead of their character names. Yeah, I mean, uh, while watching both movies, it seemed very improvised. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it kind of seemed like a Christopher Guest film where it's like, and this scene, it's the two of you. Go! <laughs> Yeah, um, I'll, I'll get more into that in special features, but that very much was the case. Down to, they had a safe word for when they wanted to break character. Was it banana? No, it was taco. Oh, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> but like they had like, they had an established safe word so that if they needed to break character, or they needed to break the scene, they would say taco. Hey, I have an issue that I need to talk about. <laughs> Oh, that's so fascinating. Yeah. Hey, Taco. Yeah, I'll get into more later, but no, I want to, I want a taco. I do. I would also like a taco. I would like a taco right now. 
Um, the other similarity that I found is that uh, the party breaks up and the individuals get murdered. Well, they definitely get murdered in one of them. Uh-huh. The gallows. And, yes. And the, the whole point of the Blair Witch Project is we don't quite know. Hmm. What the ending is. Right. But like, but like, the story is the Blair Witch murdered children in this fashion, and now we see our two remaining characters in this fashion. So, dead. Well, uh, and Josh too, because Josh, Josh, Josh fucked up the pile of rocks. So, sorry, was there? Was, I heard something weird. Was that my mic? Are you shitting me right now? <laughs> well, that was the other. That was the that other was thing like... too with with both with both movies is like strange spooky noises. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, maybe it's supernatural. Maybe it's not. I totally forgot about the children laughing in the Blair Witch Project. Oh my god, me too. That fucked me up. <laughs> I, I was, was like, like, "What is this?" And then in the gallows, it's more like supernatural things happen rather than noises. They they hear noises. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right about that. Um, it's, it's, I, I would compare it more to like in the Blair Witch when they come across that the twig thing. Mm. I don't know what to call that. The figure. effigy, effigy, the talisman. Oh, ta- I like talisman. Yeah. So, like the gallows, the part that like got me a little bit was the, the locker door that opens by itself. Okay. And like, I think in the beginning of act two, when they go into the school and Ryan is fucking with that one technician that he uh, has issues with. And he's like, you know, he cut holes in the shirt or he's leaving the little one. He's putting it back in the locker above Mm -hmm. him. Another locker opens by itself. Okay. Um, And, you know, it got me thinking of like, oh, Ryan's going to stand up and hit his head. But then it slams shut when Ryan slams shut the locker that he's in. So it's a little creepy. I'll t- I, I, I like it, though, personally. Oh, I, I can't. I mean, the movie, I know the movie's cheesy, but like, I kind of like I really That's like okay. it. That's we, okay. We, we, we all have our trash. Do, did you at least appreciate the movie? Like, can I ask that? There was like, one scene that I thought was very good. I'll take it. <laughs> I thought, I thought Cassidy's death was really good. Yes. Even though, oh, like, and I also yeah. kind of felt bad because Cassidy was the least annoying character to me. And it's interesting that like they use her image for the poster. Oh so yeah. When... Oh, they had to know that that was going to be like the big scene. Yeah. It, it's oh, really yeah. good the way he sneaks up behind her and. And then, like, her being drug away with her, like, legs kicking, that looks, that was great. That was great horror stuff right there. Yeah. The rest of it is meh, but, like, it's a little camp for me, and I like it. Okay. I I can't say the same for myself, but, like. Differing opinions, even yeah, though exactly. I'm probably wrong anyway. I'll say this. I see the appeal of it. It's just, mm. it just doesn't appeal to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're really gonna hate the sequel then <laughs> oh no maybe who knows who but knows there is a point where it gets so bad and so much stuff that i hate that i turn around and i love it 
Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> true. We've done, we, I think we've done some of them on this podcast. We probably have. Oh, <laughs> like the campiness of Prom Night 2 comes to mind where oh, you're like, that, that movie is just pure art. But like, if you're watching it with a critical eye, you're like, oh, this isn't right. But then if you're like, just having fun with friends and you watch it and you're like, this is so camp. I love or it. Just, or just having fun with yourself. I do that too. Or having fun with yourself. You know, you. <laughs> Wait, hold I on. Mean, that's another thing I don't want taken out of context <laughs> ever. If you're having fun watching a movie by yourself. Yes, there you go. There we go. We fixed N- it. Not an adult film. Not an adult film. More, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's technically a horror movie. So like you could watch, if you want to break from like, Real slashers that have jump scares and everything. Watch Prom Night 2 again. <laughs> the Bachelor anyway. Blair Witch and the Gallows. Anyway, I've <laughs> uh, I've I've done with my similarities. Did you find any other similar things about both movies? Well, one we didn't really talk too much about both of these movies. Three characters suffered deaths slash disappearances. I'll, I'll put that in for Blair Witch um, because. We can't officially say that they are murdered, that they die. We can say that they definitely are in peril and are probably dead. But I thought that was interesting that in The Gallows, we have four central characters and one of them survives. We see the other three die. Technically, (laughs) The Gallows has a body count of seven. Okay. So we've got Charlie at the beginning. Right, right, right. And then the two cops. The two cops. The three um, kids and then the janitor. Does the janitor die? Yeah, he's supposed to be dying. <laughs> I just That's thought what he I... blew off work. <laughs> no, because like you, you see, um, there is that scene where you see his stuff in like the janitor's uh, in like his little break room or whatever. Uh... So. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Because I did notice that they said something about how he was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, he maybe blew off I was, I just, maybe I was projecting my own desires onto the janitor where I was like, oh yeah, he just didn't show up for work today and nobody noticed. <laughs> but it would be, it would be a different janitor than the day janitor. You would have a night one. I don't yeah. think somebody's going to be there for like 24 hours. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I did not pick up on that at all. But um, but you are right about that, that there is a larger body count in uh, The Gallows. I just thought it was interesting that of the core cast of the people that mm-hmm. we're following, we it's, see three quote unquote deaths. Ha- have, a, have, a, have, have a negative fate. How's that? Yes, there we go. <laughs> okay, so I, I noted that the ages were different. So we have mm-hmm. the, the three 20-somethings. The thing though is that Heather and Josh know each other. Yeah, yeah. And Mike's kind of the new guy in the group. Because they pick him up and they say, nice to meet you. So it's like, how did you meet him? Craigslist. Of course. Was that around in 99? (laughs) Oh, shit. I don't know. Or 94. 94? Want ads. Want ads. Oh, wow. Remember print? Oh no, we're going <laughs> down a bad route. Um, and in the gallows, everyone is supposed to be a teenager, even though half of them look like they're 25 years old. They do. Uh, Incidentally, the one who looks the youngest is the one who is actually maybe 20. 
Pfeiffer? Yeah. She looked mm. the youngest to me. Mm. <laughs> not, uh, not necessarily high school age, but she looked more believable as a high schooler. Maybe it's just because of the way she was dressed. So like the uh, another big difference between these two movies is that the gallows is very contained in a building. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, Blair Witch, it's set in the woods, which brings about a different fear. Right. I feel like, yeah. you know, and- getting lost is a big fear for a lot of people. Right. And that really is for so much of the movie. That's, it's not the witch that's scary. It's, oh shit they have no idea where they are and nobody knows how to find them right and they're go they they're potentially walking in circles or not and there's like a there's a point where it's like well they've all but given up at this point they're just walking because they don't know what else to do right they're so broken that they're like uh let's just keep walking and then you know, we'll see what make, happens. Set up camp. Maybe, maybe we'll starve to death today. But if not, we kept walking. Uh, and then the other thing too that I noticed that is another theme that I do. Uh, uh, Blair Witch is set over the course of like what a week, maybe. Yeah, and five nights. Five, yeah, and then the gallows is a day. Yeah. Like it's well, like twenty four hours. Technically, for the prologue. Yeah, I was, and potentially the epilogue. But like, I don't. We don't know like when yeah. that is. Right. I, I feel like though that'll be like right after. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Depends. I guess it depends on how long it took them to gather the evidence that implicates that family. <laughs> fingerprinting or <laughs> or they fa- they found the or they footage. found the cameras they Duh. found the cameras and pfeiffer was in a lot of it um also how the film is so in blair witch project it's filmed in color and black and white whereas the gallows is color and night vision because mm. ryan has an app for that yeah and I guess you have to record video if you want to see anything in night vision. You can't yeah. just hold it up. You got to hit record. Oh, you got to hit record. Uh, I did notice, though, that there's also some, like, differences that each had. Where uh, So, like, the Blair Witch Project is a slow descent into madness. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we talked about it. They're, they're walking in circles. They're lost. They're... N- not finding everything that they think is best enough they're also not communicating well so like they're also getting angry with each other which is making them feel crazier and then they're fatigued and they're probably also hungry and Mm. everything and they probably also um aren't hydrated enough right there's probably some amount of you know exposure to the cold at nights and everything that's yeah yeah and like and like we said it's very ambiguous this movie Mm -hmm. which i appreciated because sometimes you don't have the answers even though i like answers to things but like if done well i don't want an answer i want to in this case it's scarier not to know right it it's the off-camera uh scares that you have 
But in the gallows, they they're a typical horror movie. You've got the the jump scares. Yeah. Um, you have one of the main cast members actually like have a secret that like is <laughs> terrifying in a right. way. Yeah, uh, you, and you actually see the villain uh, quite a few times. Right. And like you get, I mean, you don't see him clearly all the time, but there are a few times where we get like a good shot of his face or, or, you know, the mask. mask. Yeah. And then um, I wrote it down that the gallows was a revenge story. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm confused by the revenge, but it is. So I think the revenge is on Reese's dad because he was supposed to play that character blabbadoo years ago <laughs> he called in sick and so charlie was the one that did it and the accident happened yeah i guess especially in horror movies revenge doesn't have to make sense i'm just like but he didn't do anything that caused the death he just couldn't do something that would have caused a different death right and then the other two were just collateral damage like right they're there right Goodbye. uh do you have anything else that you want to talk about oh i guess this kind of ties back into what you were saying about how you know blair witch out in the woods uh gallows all indoors and in a setting that they know fair like pretty well they go to this school they've been working in the theater department yeah they're discovering new rooms but like when they want to run away they know which direction to go they just can't get there because the doors are locked right but because of that there is like part of what is scary or, or scaring the characters at least in Blair Witch is that they keep seeing the same landmarks over and over again when they should be getting away from it Mm -hmm. So there's like, they're scared of things that they are starting to recognize. And then part of the fear in the gallows is they're discovering all these rooms that they have never seen before. Yeah. like uh, I I don't really know how to put it in better words like that, but there's something there that's like, it's inverted in the gallows from the Blair Witch Project. So the, I think I mentioned it that like the Blair Witch Project is the fear of the unknown in a way, Mm -hmm. I guess with the gallows if i had to well it's about learning it's about learning new information about something you thought you knew (laughs) which is always scary and bad because reese thought he knew his dad and he had no idea that his dad was ever even in drama let alone supposed to play the part that the kid got killed playing right and then you know you have well because then then that like I feel like that would tailspin me if I that if that was me where I was just like, so my dad is supposed to be dead, and that means I don't exist. Mm. Oh boy. But I don't know if that's what he was feeling. Um he might have been a little not I that say, I I I wanna say I don't wanna say shallow, but I can't think of the nice way to say it. Shallow with the gallows. <laughs> oh man. Um I love a good rhyme. Um, All the time. But yeah, yeah, no, that would like kind of that would fuck like an existential crisis right there. Right. And then when like the ropes magically show up when they're on the catwalk over the stage, like Mm -hmm. that, that's a little freaky. Um, 
it, it, there's a movie I'm not talking about right now that I'll bring up later, but we all know what movie I'm talking about. What 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 I'm wanting to reference, but not referencing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another difference is that in the Blair Witch Project, there is no romantic subplot. In the Gallows, there is. Right. You're right. They're all like professional. Right. Like they're they're relationship to each other is somewhere between friend and, co- and colleague like they are very friendly with each other but they are all there to work right um and in the gallows they're supposed to be friends with each other it kind of seems like they all hate each other from the beginning anyway but you know that's high school for you um but then there is Reese has a crush on Pfeiffer. Well, also, like, to go with the revenge story where she's like, I'm grooming you to play this role that your dad was supposed to play because right. my dad was murdered. Right. That's how I read into it. And then are Ryan and Cassidy dating? That was the sense that I got. They're definitely, like, pretty flirty with each other, but also very, like, snippy at each other, too, which made me think boyfriend girlfriend or they dated but now they're just friends in a way oh that like they they definitely had a relationship yeah more than just friendship i mean they might be friends with benefits that too it's it's 20 well 14 in the world of the movie so (laughs) i feel like the blair rich project ran so the gallows could walk Mm. in a way very reverse of what that statement is but like but like definitely the Blair Witch Project laid the groundwork for all these future for all the the would-be future down footage horror movies (laughs) and the gallows just like sauntered away I mean it was like it was it's interest it was interesting to like that they had an urban legend and that they we see the villain no like, that there was, was definitely a... things that we could compare and contrast um but it's right. also like i feel like most of the similarities and the differences are very evident if you watch both of these movies right like like, it's like it feels almost kind of useless to talk about some of the differences and stuff like travis and chris who wrote directed the the gallows they definitely were inspired yeah. and you can tell yeah this and nothing awesome. wrong with that. Yeah. This was a Blumhouse movie, right? Yes, it was. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure before I said that, like it was a fact and it was not. I was going to say something and I forgot what it was. So whatever. Let's move along. Let's go into, <laughs> let's go, oh, wrong, wrong segment, wrong segment. <laughs> let's go into special features then. Special features. <laughs> So we each took a movie movie to do further research to find some fun facts, trivia, to surprise each other in the hopes to surprise you, the listener, our best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shady had the Blair Witch Project and I had the Gallows. Oh. Shady, why don't you go first with the Blair Witch? So we alluded to this before, but yes, all three of the actors used their full names as their character names. There was a 35 page guide to like a outline for how the oh. film was going to go and no script. 
So like they didn't even have like a location by the tent location water. Um, no, they they had that. Like they had like all the safety stuff uh, padded down because that's like a safety concern. So they had like locations secured and things like that. But like they did have the actors go out and camp. This one is one that I was like, mm, that might be a little too far, but they rationed their food so that they would have enough to eat to keep themselves, you know, healthy, but just little enough that they would get irritable as the shoot went on. And that was their decision, not the filmmakers. That was the, the filmmakers director. decision. I'm, I'm, I'm certain I, I don't, I don't see confirmation of this, but I'm certain that, you know, they had to you know, consent to that. Oh yeah, I would hope so. I mean, there's a there's movies from like the 70s that they probably wouldn't have consented. They're like, do it. But right. in the night in like the late <laughs> 90s, we're talking like unions here and everything. So they would have been a right. little more cautious. Um, right. And, and you know that that does border on like, you know, legal abuse to starve somebody. Yes. Um so the original intent was that all three of the characters would be men, but Heather Donahue ended up auditioning and they loved her so much and especially her voice that they made her the director specifically so that they could use her voice a lot. Oh. So good for her. And she, she has a great voice like for like the narration and everything. Yes. When she's in documentary mode, she, that's what she's right. like. Right, when, when she's... she's, she's Yelling everyone's name. It's like, you're <laughs> annoying as fuck. Right. So all of the reason why she got that writing credit is because she wrote herself all of the like monologues that she gives for the uh, documentary and everything. Uh, did she write the questions too that she would ask the people? She did. And they had the actors, the three actors, go out into the town of Burkittsville, Maryland and ask locals uh, those questions. Like they had planted a few actors in the town and like they wanted to see if the actors from the movie could figure out which of the townspeople were actually other actors. That's a fun game to play. Yeah. I think like a lot of things there are like really happy accidents. Like the woman who's holding the child. Um, <gasps> that was too perfect to be. I, I was amazed the, when the child is telling her to stop talking as she's talking about the witch. It's it adds like a scare and that was not a planned thing. The kid just like randomly went out and told their mom, stop talking. <laughs> but like, was, she a, it... was she an actor, the mom? I actually couldn't find a source that said who was an actor and who wasn't. I don't think like the filmmakers have said publicly. I mean, I feel like the last person that they interviewed, the one that like sets up the the rocks and everything, she may yeah. be an actor, but like she the rest might have of been. And I think the two fishermen were because of where they were located like i think that had that, to been like a setup that's too yeah that's too coincidental and they they gave so much information that would come back later in the movie right so it's too it it's too much but like the other ones it makes you wonder right oh now i need to rewatch this movie again yeah so Heather Donahue, unfortunately, uh, later on regretted using her full name as the character's name because she felt like it kind of hindered her ability to get cast in other things. Uh, yeah, I can see Which, that. Yeah, it really sucks. Uh, but this story has a happy ending. After she retired from acting officially, she uh, became a medical marijuana farmer. <laughs> 
so she now has the coolest job in the world nice um but like it's so bizarre like people were so convinced that she actually met went missing that her mother was sent condolence cards oh no and now going back to what we were saying before about like how that would like just like really fuck you up to learn that your father was supposed to die it would really fuck me up to see my mom getting condolence cards for me yeah <laughs> while i'm still alive and well oh my god that's terrible that's so terrible but like <laughs> in a sort of funny way <laughs> it's kind of great it's also kind of great <laughs> That people thought you actually died and you're like, no, it's a movie, bitches. Yeah, yeah. hey, dumbass. It's, they wouldn't put it on screen if it were a, a snuff film. Right, right. Oh. <laughs> so there were a couple other things that there, most of what I read about the actors mostly focused on Heather, uh, which I thought was interesting, but also like makes sense. She's essentially the lead of the movie. Oh, okay. Um, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, Josh got cast because he actually did know how to operate a camera and they couldn't find a lot of improv actors who could do that. And they were, all three of them were cast based off of their improv abilities. That's um, awesome. <laughs> Josh also was the first one to disappear in the movie because, and he, he meant like, there's like a line where he like talks about how he's got to get to work the next day. Um, he actually did have to leave the shoot early to go back to his day job. Huh. Like he could only get the weekends off. So like he had to leave early. So they were like, okay, well then your character disappears first. And we'll just, we'll just shoot the rest with the other two. That is such a happy accident. <laughs> and then there were a few other things that I thought were interesting uh, regarding the characters and the cameras. For example, the iconic scene where Heather has the camera pointed at the top of her face and you get like that a really uh gnarly zoom right up her nose uh-huh she thought the entire time she was filming that that her whole face was visible stop it was not supposed to look like that but it's so good and it's so like it wouldn't be half as iconic if it were a traditional headshot no and then like the fact that it, that is the scene that is not only also used on the posters, but then spoofed mm-hmm. in like scary movie. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. And then uh, one other thing, and I think this is something else that was a happy accident. You were supposed to see the Blair Witch at one point. <gasps> the scene where at night they're running around and have, you see Heather's camera and she keeps screaming, what is that? What is that? She was supposed to pan over and you were supposed to see in the distance a woman in a long white gown and she never got a usable shot of it. So they just didn't use it. That poor person that was cast as that then. I hope she got paid. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, she had to. I sure she'd um, hope so. You get that money up front if you're going to be in somebody's movie. Give me the money and then get I'll the do it. the money up front. Make sure that you're not taking your top off right don't do it um but i think that's another thing that's a really happy accident because i think that would remove a lot of the what the hell happened to these people if you did actually see a witch at some point like i think it's so great that like we actually don't know for sure that anything supernatural happened these people might just lost their mind right right they might have just had some really bad luck in the woods yeah yeah, like we don't see them 
eat things for off the land so we can't assume that they're on like mushrooms or or like a berry that is a poisonous or something but right i mean we could assume that a little way right and like it's you know they say oh we've been walking south all day we shouldn't be running into the same stream again but you could accidentally be walking in a circle your compass could be broken so on to me on to you john so there weren't really a lot of fun facts on this movie i'm not gonna lie to you uh this movie was independently funded before warner brothers picked it up though so yeah so it is an it is technically an indie film yes i I had a sexy segue and i totally forgot to do it oh is it the fact that blair rich project is an independent film it was some some, a producer who famously passed on blair witch (gasps) who was it jason bloom Oh, oh, oh! Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I just it, I just remembered that I read somewhere that Jason Blum passed on Blair Witch, and it was one of his biggest regrets. Oh God! The direct so the directors and Jesse Cross, who played Charlie, were the only ones who knew about the prop malfunction in the beginning of the movie. The rest of the cast at the all the all the extras there are giving you an honest performance. Oh, wow. Um, so all those reactions are real. Wow. Uh, and then also, this is kind of stupid and really funny. Cassidy is the daughter of Frank Gifford and Kathy Lee Gifford. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there, there, there's like... They, they talk about the original version of this movie. Apparently there was another version that came out in 2012 or like they completed it in 2012. And then hmm. um, like, here's the fact in the original Gallows, which was completed in 2012 and sold to Warner Brothers, New Line and Blumhouse for distribution. The film concludes with Pfeiffer's interrogation with the officers in which discussing the deaths at the school, the janitor's corpse is actually pulled down from the storage room. There you ah, go. Ah. Uh-huh. Ah. Uh-huh. That version isn't available anywhere though. No. Hmm. But yeah, there was there wasn't really a lot. I mean, to, to be totally honest. Uh-huh. Uh on on the spoiler section of the IMDb though, it does say that that's how I got the body count was seven. Oh yeah, okay. and then I read I read that fact about the janitor. So hmm. we're just assuming the janitor got murdered. Yeah, no, now that you say that, it makes sense. I just didn't put it together because I'm stupid. <laughs> no, you're not. You're talking about my friend there. You're not stupid. Oh. I'm a stupid one. No, uh, you're talking about my friend. So before we argue about our friends that we're talking about, let's get into final thoughts, shall we? we ask the same five questions this one's going to be super easy probably yeah first question other movies like this okay so i'm going to answer first i'm taking the pen out that i kind of vaguely mentioned earlier and i'm going to say paranormal activity Mm. um that was another one that blew up like i want to say it's the most successful independent horror film 
Yeah, because that's a special, that's something I left out as special features was that um, Blair Witch Project was the most successful indie feature since the first Mad Max up until Paranormal Activity. They used a lot of old Hollywood tricks, which is what is used in both of the movies we just talked about. I mean, the fact that both of these movies were all, like, also independence is limiting the the other comparisons to other movies that we talk about but paranormal mm-hmm. activity is the only one that i can really think of that um, is, is like a supernaturally found footage yeah um the best i've got and it's a movie i've never seen so i can't talk too much as to the content but the first credited like the first movie i could find that is credited as a found footage major release is a movie called Cannibal Holocaust, which I have heard of before. Oh, it's that's got a, a 70s film, right? Yeah, that is one of the one of the most infamous of the video nasties. Um, yeah, which where, it's a super banned movie. Is that another one where it's all actors, but everyone thought it was real? Yeah, yeah, it was. The premise is that a documentary crew went to, uh, I want to say somewhere in South America. And they were making a documentary about like uh, the indigenous people there. And it goes horribly wrong uh, for everyone involved. What do you mean? It's it's only a horror movie. It's called Cannibal Holocaust. So did we like these movies? I'm going to say yes. I don't typically like found footage for a number of reasons. I really appreciate Blair Witch, but I can't say it's a movie I really like all that much. Like, I really, I think it's a good movie. I just don't like it that much. And that's fair, because it's like you're watching an hour and a half-ish of people walking around the woods shouting each other's names. Right. Totally get it. I just, I get so much like just like motion sickness from watching it so i'm assuming the answer to your answer to the next question would we watch them again is going to be a no or like a maybe oh man i'm gonna be honest no no okay i i I, i'm not planning on it that's more what i meant like if somebody was like i'm putting on blair witch you'd be like fine but like i can't this is not a drunk movie for me because I will throw up. Yes. But like, you know, if you're hanging out with friends and they're just and they're like, background movie, Blair Witch. Yeah. Because you know, hollow it's in this scenario, it's October as well. So you're like, <laughs> all right, whatever. Well, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna converse more with my friends than watch this movie. Right. I mean, I would watch them again. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. <laughs> again, I wish I liked Blair Witch. I really like I think Heather Donahue especially is really good in it. Um, I think it plays with the conceit really well. I just can't watch it. <laughs> and then, but like, would you recommend it to people or I'm, the gallows? I would definitely recommend Blair Witch. Maybe not the gallows. <laughs> Maybe not the gallows. I'm so sorry. But you can Rude. recommend it to people. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I, I will be like, it's a bad movie, but like, <laughs> in a f- sort of fun way, it's a bad right. movie. It's in me with Grease 2. Got it. Copy I that. I love Grease 2. Grease 2 is one of my favorite movies. It's not good. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, and then, finally, are they actually the same? I'm gonna say a soft yes. 
Okay. Not a hard yes. There are some substantial differences. There is some substantial differences, but like, like I said a thousand times this episode, you can tell right. the filmmakers of the gallows were very much inspired by the Blair Witch Project. Right. So it's not a hard yes because it's not a carbon, it's not necessarily a carbon copy. I think even like down to sort of um, a trio dying. And, yeah, the yeah. structure of it too, where it starts off where there's lots of people involved and there's interviews, and then it's mostly to just this one party. And then it ends with something that's like really supposed to blow your mind. I mean, in Blair Witch, it's it's not, I guess it's not a twist. But like right. it's it's like a big like what the fuck ending, and then in the gallows you get sort of this twist reveal. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're both in agreement. Soft yes. Soft yes, I agree. Soft yes. Okay. Great, shady. We're done talking about these movies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know you're very happy about that. <laughs> Where can people find you, shady? They can find me at Cookie Shady on Twitter.com. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I said it that way. I love it. What kind of dessert are you? I'm a little salty today, so I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be pretzels. I thought you were gonna say saltwater taffy. Oh, saltwater taffy, that's a good one. I changed my mind. Uh you can find me on Twitter somewhat. <laughs> I'm not real I'm not as active as Shady is. Let me be real here. Uh you can f- well that's a good thing. I'm too active. You can that's find me. At Movies John. I also have another podcast that I kept confusing while fil- while recording this one. <laughs> it's called Life's But a Song. You can find it anywhere that you listen to podcasts, especially this one. Um, also, rate, review, subscribe to both of these podcasts. You know, Life's But a Song and Movie Deja Vu. We gratefully appreciate it. Yes. Give us a five-star rating if you really like us. Leave a comment. We may read it on air. Who knows? We're, we're it's the wild west here on movie deja vu bam bam uh but if you want to actually like reach out to us without leaving a comment on your podcast app you can email us at movie deja vu pod at gmail.com that is m-o-v-i-e-d-e-j-a-v-u-p-o-d no. at gmail.com oh, uh-uh, you uh-uh, uh-uh. You i screwed you up, up. I did it on purpose. Shoulder shake, shoulder shake, shoulder shake. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram at Movie Deja Vu Pod. And we're on Twitter at Movie Deja Vu. No pod. Why is that shady? Well, the pod's in the corner facing the wall. <laughs> so, little bit about future episodes. This is episode 49. Yes. Next week, is episode 50. We're doing a a sort of milestone uh, where we're going to be talking about the Little Women movies, the reboots. I don't want to call it a franchise because it's It's not a franchise. The the Little Women IP. Yeah, so we're going to figure out how we're going to talk about that. But then after the Little Women, we're going to be back to spooky season, even though it's going to be late November. And we're going to be doing the gallows act two versus book of shadows blair witch two uh so again episode 50 will be the the little women's and then episode 51 will be book of shadows blair witch two versus the gallows act two yes those are the titles of those movies i am not making them up And yes, I am the only one that has seen those out of the two of us. So it's going to be fascinating. I don't know how excited I should be.
it's very different than these movies. <laughs> oh I God. want to say that. Uh, but Shady! Yes, John. Shady, where are you? John, I'm right here. Shady! John, I didn't leave. Fuck, now I have to go find Shady, everyone. All right. <laughs> no, John, I'm here. Oh, hi, Shady! <laughs>